Episode three, everyone, welcome back to the Moody Foodie Method podcast. I'm Maddie Lake, your host, your certified intuitive eating counselor, and I'm really happy to be here today. We have so many fun things to chat about, and it's going to be an amazing episode. I want to start out with my moody moment. As many of you may know, I am a Swifty, and I have just been so happy because Taylor Swift's version of 1989 just recently came out a couple days ago. It's probably been like almost a week, something like that, and it's so good. Her uh, her songs from the vault, oh, I'm just so obsessed. If you are not a fan, we won't be talking about this for too long, so stick around, but there is something important that I have to say about her songs. Well, first of all, I just, I don't really know what my favorite song is from The Vault. If you are dying to know my favorite, I'm really bopping to Now That We Don't Talk. I love that it's about Harry Styles, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, that's, I think, my favorite. Tell me what yours are. Um, Please DM me if you are Swifty and we can chat all the things. And, but I feel like this time of year, though, like with fall and winter coming, I tend to, well, I guess since her last album, like Evermore and Folklore came out a couple years ago, I've been listening to those. Usually like those are the fall vibes, I feel like. But recently I've been listening to Midnight. I just also feel like it's such a fall welcoming winter pot or album. It's such a great album for that. And one of the songs that I've just been listening to on repeat is You're On Your Own Kid. And there are some lyrics in this song that just are incredible and just encapsulate what it is to be, feels like to be a girl sometimes. And I feel like it relates so well to being a girl trying to fight against diet culture and just feel good in your own skin and be like happy with yourself. So this is my moody moment of finding these lyrics that I just could relate to so much. Okay, so in the song, You're On Your Own Kid. She's, you know, singing her her stuff, and then there are these lyrics, and she says, I searched the party of better bodies just to learn that you never cared. What? It's, it's so good. I searched the party of better bodies just to learn that you never cared. They never cared. I, when the song first came out and I heard those lyrics, I about cried because I just think of everyone in my life that just loves me just because for me and not about my body and for all the years that I spent caring so much about my body and she just gets it and the people that love us they get it and they don't care about our bodies and we don't need to stress about manipulating them and just trying to change them all the time and having if you don't feel like you have are safe and secure in your relationships in your body I would suggest um, finding people that, you know, sticking around people that do love you and care about you for who you are. And it's just such a great feeling. So thanks to our girl Taylor for just putting out those beautiful lyrics. And I just am so happy listening to that song. And I'm going on with our moody moment. I have another one today because I'm getting a little bit stuffy. Hopefully you can't tell too much. It's just, I think just the change of the weather, just a little getting, it's getting colder here in Utah. 
and winter is upon us. So I'm definitely just, I think I might just have a little cold, a little congested these past couple days. And so I've been trying to figure out ways to stay as healthy as I can without um, like going overboard, I guess, and trying to go like crazy and just rest mostly. But something that got me excited is um, a couple days ago, I made these ginger lemon shots because do you know how like at Trader Joe's or I guess any grocery store, they'll have those little immunity shots. And it's basically, I think they're immunity ones. The, the ones I've seen usually are just ginger and lemon, maybe a couple other things. And I realized I can easily make that. And so I felt really proud of myself. I've made some ginger lemon shots. Just all I did was like clean the the lemon and ginger and then I cut them up. Like I used them whole. I didn't really peel anything. I used the whole lemon and the whole ginger. So then I cleaned it and then chopped them up, put it in a blender with like um, water enough to cover it. Blended that up for probably a good five minutes. And I strained a little bit of it, but I also wanted to keep all the goodness of it. So it, it was a little pulpy, but I feel like that was what was helping me out. So I was really happy about that. And I used, I had enough shots, a little, little shots for like five days. So that was really exciting. And I think a lot of times the that maybe that seems wellnessy to you and maybe that would have seemed kind of wellness warriory to me too um when i was first starting my intuitive eating journey and so i think this is a good point to make that um the intentions behind your choices like your food choices and like your actions and anything is the main is the main thing that we want to look at when regarding you know food preferences and your relationship to food and those things and if you are making yourself do those things because you feel like it's a rule and you have to it might be a little different because there was the time it might still be a thing where warm lemon water was like all the craze in the morning do you guys remember that and I actually did this because I I don't know I'm trying to remember like what the claims were were people saying like it would flush out your body or like clean out the toxins which we know our body is capable of doing just on its own we don't really need lemon water to do that but I think there was a phase of that it might still be a thing and so I did that for a little while with warm lemon water but what I figured out was I actually really enjoy drinking lemon water in the morning like cold lemon water um right when I wake up because I know I like having water when I first wake up it helps wake me up but I don't really like just plain water. I'm kind of getting like, it's just not, doesn't taste good to me. I need a little something with it. So honestly, I've been drinking lemon water in the morning on and off for the past couple years just because I enjoy it. And it's a, it's a fun way for me to drink water in the morning. And it might seem like a, a wellnessy thing that I maybe I'm, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to, help me lose weight or this is going to help me become, I don't know, something crazy. But it really, all it does is make me happy and drink some extra water in the morning. And I'm not going to not do it because it might seem wellnessy. I'm going to still do it because I actually enjoy it. 
And this actually is a great kind of segue into what I want to talk about with food preferences and versus food rules today with a lot of, you know, the holidays are here and like coming up with a lot more holiday treats and sugary foods and maybe foods that we don't usually have. There might seem like more pressure and tension around different foods. And I wanted to talk about like restriction in the sense of like food preferences and food rules to kind of help you take inventory of how you are maybe your own food rules and subconsciously you can think about what they are so you can go into the holidays having an, a better understanding of like okay how how do I want to approach all these delicious foods in a way that is gonna support me and not leave me stressed out all the time so with let's talk about really what a food rule is a food rule first is an probably pretty self-explanatory but just something that you have kind of put in your head and in your mind that you need to follow regarding different type of food group or how much an amount a time frame a restriction something that seems like you need to follow it in order to change your body in order to shrink yourself in order to live up to some societal standard. So that is pretty much a rule. And then a food preference is something that you truly enjoy and something that you would choose without all of the outside noise and that you innately want to eat. So pretty self-explanatory, but the thing with diet culture is in forever, for however many years you might have been feeling like you're trying to be a part of diet culture, trying to follow these diets and things, it can get really foggy with what actually is a food preference and what is a food rule. So for me, I remember for the longest time, like right after I moved out, I never bought pasta because I just kind of told myself, oh, I don't like it. Like I like, first of all, who says they don't like pasta? It's like literally delicious. I don't know. So I just, I really just didn't buy it for years because I, I'm sure in my my subconscious, the restriction was because it was too high in carb and that would make me gain weight. So that was like my food rule, but I just would t- tell myself, oh, I just don't like pasta. And understanding when I kind of discovered that food rule, I've since then like implemented it and love pasta. It's super great. I have it at least once a week. It's also really cost effective for, um, like a family or just like a couple. So we love pasta in this house. But um, so that I've realized was a food rule for me. And now I've implemented it now into my life where I can just eat it when I want it and can have enough of it and don't go, don't, I eat it to where I feel pleasantly satisfied. But there was a couple months ago or so I was on a trip with my family and we were at this pasta place. And I didn't want to order the pasta. I like really wanted to order a salad. And I sat there for a minute being like, okay, um, like, do I just get it? Because that's what everyone else is getting. And like, I mean, this is a pasta place or, but I am actually feeling salad and that sounds actually really good to me for some reason. And it might've been just cause we had been eating a lot of, I haven't had salad in a while, a lot of different kinds of foods. 
And I sat there for a second and decided, okay, what, like, this is my choice. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And I ended up ordering the salad and that was that and we moved on. But if I want to focus on the intention there, because I could have been thinking like, okay, this is salad. This is what I want to get because, um, again, maybe it's going to shrink my body or I'm not going to get the pasta. And that would, I would have left the meal thinking, oh, I should have gotten the pasta. I'm missing out of that. And then maybe would have binged later on at night because of that restriction. But because I fully gave myself permission to have the pasta and then decided, oh, this is actually what sounds good to me, the salad. I ate the salad and then had, of course, bites of the pasta because it was there. And I got to share some and felt really, really happy and satisfied at the end of it and moved on. So those kind of situations are really what only you will know what your intention behind it is going to be. And it takes a lot of trial and error in those situations to really, to really ask yourself, okay, like what, what is my intention behind this? Like, is this a food rule? Is this a food preference? And just giving yourself grace through all that to try and then re kind of regroup at the end and ask yourself, okay, how did I feel at the end of this? how, what could I have maybe done differently? And what am I going to do? What, what could I do differently the next time? Something, a phrase that I always brought with me to meals when I was first beginning intuitive eating and still sometimes do is what can I learn from this experience? Knowing that there will be many, there will be so many experiences to, to eat in the, in my life. So every eating experience Every time you eat is a chance to learn something about yourself, about that time, that season in your life, what feels good and what doesn't. So I hope that kind of understanding the difference between food preferences versus food rules will help you turn inward and just kind of take a second to help you, especially as we move into the holidays. So, but how can we kind of not overdo it with sugar and treats? during the holidays. And I bring this up because um usually we just don't want to feel it doesn't feel good after you've binged on a ton of candy or sugar treats or whatever it may be. But we also don't want to deprive ourselves, right? And I feel like every year I get a little bit better at enjoying the holidays because I'm not stressed about food. I feel like growing up in the once I kind of started my little healthy eating, dieting phase in high school, I remember being so stressed around the holidays, but every year since, you know, it's gotten better since in implementing intuitive eating. And a question I kind of like want to pose to you is that if you are feeling that intense overdoing it, feeling really unhappy or feeling unpleasant after overdoing it during the holidays is maybe you are consciously or subconsciously restricting before the holidays come. I think it's common to hear people say, oh, like I'm saving up calories or this, and I'm I'm trying to quote, eat good before this meal because maybe they think in their heads it's bad. But from my own experience, this is kind of like just prepare, setting yourself up for that failure of binging a good analogy that I learned from my intuitive eating training that has helped me a lot from Evelyn Triboli, 
the dietitian, she she used the analogy of holding your breath underwater, like restriction to food. So if you think about it, you're holding your breath underwater, and the longer you hold your breath underwater, once you come up for air, the bigger gasp for air you're going to want, right? You're going to take a huge gasp when you come up, depending on how long you're holding your breath underwater. And this can be so easily, easily related to holding yourself back from a certain food group, whether it's carbs, if you're restricting from carbs for so long, and then comes Thanksgiving and you completely go overboard that you can't even remember what you ate because you're in such a quote food coma, you know, something like that. And so that, that holding your breath, that restriction, the waiting and then overdoing it can really be stopped or, or, um, starting the stopping process to start allowing yourself having more treats around even all year round and having them be less of a a high anxious thing because you're always allowing yourself and giving yourself that permission and sometimes i feel like it is in- intuitive to take into account the way that food will cause you to feel like the next day So remember in my first episode, I kind of gave the definition about how intuitive eating is actually part logical. We actually want to use our brain. It's not all just, you know, eat whatever you want, whenever you want. And so using that, um, the, the idea of, okay, how do I kind of looking out for for your future self can also be so helpful. So I remember when I was starting to kind of tackle the fear food of ice cream for myself, I was eating a lot of ice cream because it was such a fear food of mine and it got to a point where I would wake up feeling really unpleasant because of all the ice cream that I would eat and I realized that, okay, I this ice cream, eating a ton of it at night, late at night especially, isn't really helping me feel ready to go about my day the next morning when I have to wake up and go to work and have a clear mind and so I would realize that, okay, Sometimes when I do want ice cream, maybe I'll have it earlier in the day, or maybe I will have um, a certain amount and see if I'm full from that and then can have it more tomorrow, always allowing myself later on. And now that I feel like I'm, it's not a really triggering food for me, you know, I can keep it in the house and it can stay in the freezer for weeks and I, I just have that neutrality around it, I still use my intuition to think, okay, I have to wake up extra early tomorrow to go teach a Pilates class. I don't really, and I'm kind of already going to bed late. I don't really think I want to have that um, late night dessert because it's not going to help me wake up as early with a clear mind. And so that's something that could be taken in, um, into account as just a logical response and check looking out for myself. I'm not saying that I can't have ice cream, just saying, okay, I want to maybe have it another time and be aware of my experiences and how I want to feel the next day, how I want my food to digest for during the night and just taking those things into account. So that's kind of like a small example, but something that again, takes a lot of practice and is super helpful when you allow yourself that permission to, to just think, um, objectively, how this is going to make you feel, and not that you're a bad person, whether or not you eat something. And then I have 
a last little tip for you guys with holiday eating and just eating in general, but especially because we're heading into the holidays, is to keep your eyes on your own plate. And I've said this a lot on my Instagram with trying to get away from that comparing yourself to what others are eating. You are going to know your body best and trying to always keep up with everyone, what they're eating around us or like thinking about what they're eating. We don't know their needs. We don't know what someone has, their day has looked like before they have come to a dinner or lunch or what their plans are after. And it's really just none of our business. And we don't need to, and they, what we eat is none of anyone else's business. And so just like having that reminder to keep your eyes on your own plate and be, um, and it's no need to judge what others are eating as well. So I hope that this little episode was helpful as we, um, are preparing for Thanksgiving. I hope everyone had a great, um, what was the Halloween? Duh. It's like two days ago. Hope everyone had a great Halloween and that you're enjoying all the fun festivities and I hope you have an amazing Thursday and we will chat next week. Bye you guys. 